The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Let's bring in Brett Akimoto, our MMA insider. Here with Yoana Young-Jacek. I have never seen you happier during a fight week, I think. Because of you, you meet handsome journalists only sometimes, you know. Israel Alessandra, I'm coming, baby. Whoever the UFC needs me to beat, I'm coming. Hold on. I'm, I'm still going to the beat. Wait, it's fading out. It's fading out, and it just comes to a fucking halt. Hi. 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 Welcome to UFC Unfiltered, everybody. It's myself and my good friend, Phoenix Carnavale. I was feeling that intro. It was cool. Yeah, it was. Right? What about my 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 intro to the intro? My, my, my music. Oh, Two chains. I'm different. Yeah, I'm different. <laughs> I'm different. Yeah, I'm different. I just like to get pumped up. And I, sometimes I think the rap album between Massera and Phoenix Carnavale would be ill. It would be ill would as be in fucking illest. gross. It would be the illest. <laughs> no, that is an old term that I no, want to I want to throw back. I'm an old guy. I'm I now 45 is weird. Why? So you're younger than me. 45. I, I mean, I don't I don't like like feel my age as far as like <laughs> I don't act my age. No, I mean, I'm around a lot of younger people and older people. Longo's older. But uh, the martial arts keep you like, keeps that like that young vibe because everybody's always, totally. like, you know what I mean? Totally, like, yeah. So I just I realize I'm like old when I say things like Illin. <laughs> I like that though. Illin's and I still cool. use dope and dope will never go away. You were, well, first of all, people heard in the intro, we got Breck Akimoto and, uh, and you're right hall, which I'm very happy about, which I don't even know if they were going to book anyway, but I texted the guys and I go, yo, get Uriah. And they said, He's getting back to us or something. So they might have been in the works already with it, but I wanted him on. I like Uriah. Me too. I feel like he's a um, a friend of the show. And uh, through doing this show, I feel like I got like a friendship with him now. Probably no. more so than he feels. Nah, he brought, I mean, you're really <laughs> likable, Matt. But I, I like he, I'm just happy he, he's been training at Fortis MMA. I've trained at Fortis a couple of times. It's probably one of my favorite freaking gyms to go to. Where is that? It's in Dallas, Texas. And it's, I want to hear, because he credited, he credited. Safe Saud uh, and their team. Yeah. And I want to hear what's going on down there. Well, and I can tell you Safe's style of, uh, of, of training people is yeah. very military. Well, for the people that uh, missed it, we're talking about Uriah Hall's um Victory over the weekend versus Shoeface, mm-hmm. uh, known as also uh, Antonio. His name is uh, Antonio um, 
Carlos, is Carlos Jr., right? Yeah. Is that right? Um, but I just call him Shoeface because I'm used to Dean Thomas, who was in his corner, by the way, uh, you know, calling him Shoeface. That's the guy's nickname. So it was a, man, I'll tell you, and I'm going to be totally honest here, I was really worried. I was rooting for Uriah. Uriah. But it's funny because if you look at it, if I didn't know Uriah, I was definitely going to be shoe face because I'm a jujitsu man. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And this one had a striker versus grappler. It's easy to just like, like chalk it up as that, as that. But obviously it's, it's, there's more than that because otherwise he would have been strangled in the opening minutes of this round. You know, shoe face got him. Antonio got him where he wanted him. And it shows how far Uriah came, man. He Definitely. wouldn't just get out grappled. He got out of some bad, bad positions, He did. Man. He's got to give himself credit for that. I'm sure oh. when he looks back at the fight, he's going to see that. I was really worried, man. I'm like, yo, this guy's a... There's black belts and there's a high-level black belts. Uh, I believe he got a flying triangle in Gary Tonin uh, one time, I mean, which is amazing. Gary's amazing. So, I mean, he's just that... He's a high, high-level black belt. And Uriah shown that he could survive on the ground... Yeah, he was getting right guys. back up. Even though he got yeah. taken down, I think maybe a couple times, he got right back up. He worked himself right back up, but, got but, himself out of bad positions. But prior to this, like I would think before I seen him getting out of these positions, I was like, man, this is a dangerous fucking fight for him. Because I like him with other strikers where, you know, he's he's just so skilled. He's like out of a video game, you know? Yeah, uh, but Safe said don't kick. He's like, yeah. everybody knows you kick, don't kick. So he got to really work on his boxing, which you saw that jab just land beautifully. And he he's mm. evolving. You know, you it's it's you gotta know when to use what when, right? And it I think it was worked really, really well for him. Um it sets up all types types of possibilities. Like styles make fights. Sure. So yeah. like if you think of and again, you know, I know um uh, Israel uh, Snowbender, he's got um, uh, Robert Whitaker, obviously, and that's going to be huge. And I'm going to be there live. So that's oh, awesome. I hate you. I'm jealous. I know. Raging Hell's a co-main. Yeah. So it's, it's, uh, it, it's exciting, you know. But um, it, it styles make fights. So it's like you don't want to look too far ahead. But what would that look like? What would that look like with uh, Stylebender versus fucking... Um, I, like you, just to see just versus uh, Uriah Hall. That would be... That would be out of like a you fucking kung fu movie. Who who can who can like fight, use his hands straight down the pipe versus somebody who's lankier, rangier, a little trickier, has like a, a a more of a kind of a Muay Thai stylistic, and then Hall still still has that karate karate style and sharpness. So I would love that fight. Don't mind me. See that thing that just crashed? Everybody heard that and they're watching this other thing. Yes, I'm, I'm plugging in my our... phone. I got to get back on the uh, the LIRR later. I can't be fucking without, on without that with your two my, chains. Yeah, how could you, I, I, how could you been, be without that? I've been listening a lot to two chains. We're getting Brett Akimoto on the phone. And do you think, do you think that Ariel Hawani is getting a voodoo doll made up of him and just start pricking it? <laughs> I think he's threatened. Why, Brett, do you, uh, why do you think so? Well, Brett, Brett Akimoto, Brett, Brett Akimoto is not only like a likable guy, like he's like, uh, he's getting like the, the scoops because I think like the higher ups like him, everybody likes him, but also the people like him, the fighters like him because he's like a genuine dude and he doesn't have that condescending little, like little shitty little, like, <laughs> I don't know, like, like, I don't know. Ariel's got a different, 
like like I don't know. He's, he's rubbed he's, you the wrong way. No, no, no. Many I like times. I like uh, no. I can't say I like him right now. I just he's just like eh. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I love how honest like, you are. Like, I do. Well, he has a condescending like type of tone to him. You know. Well, he but, likes to poke the bear a little bit and get yeah, information out yeah, to kind listen. of create the the stories and things like that. I where... I think that uh, he's got to feel threatened from Brett Okamoto. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Fucking, why know. would you start some shit like that? I didn't, what, you know what don't it is? Excuse me, I, that shit. Because that, mo- that motherfucker starts so much shit between fighters. He's like, oh, I heard that. Uh, this, he's like a jacket holder. He's like the guy that's just like, you know, I heard that uh, this guy said this about you. And now uh, what do you? It's like, shut the fuck up, dude. You know, you're fighting. Uh, he just does it like he's like a weasel, like a way, a little bit. Am I, is, are we on air? Yes, we're on air. I know, motherfucker. But you, I mean, Listen. you never hold anything back. Akamoto, Akamoto. Akamoto, Akamoto, Akamoto. Do you think he hates Akimoto, that we do this? Akimoto, or do you think Akimoto. he likes it? Akamoto, Akamoto. Akamoto. <laughs> I like it. It's just fun to it's fun to do. He probably hates it. Well, people are gonna probably start singing to him. Yeah. And I mean, how could you not like that? Yeah. But, you but know? no, my favorite one that we did was um Hanano <laughs> It means no worries. Yeah. Listen, it's funny. I don't know sing. if that caught on. But nah, it was, it was good. I don't think anything catches <laughs> to a very minute few. It's minute word. Um, so we're gonna call him. We have a lot of fights to review. I, I, I was know, I, know I was pretty do. happy. I want to talk about the fights. And we're going to talk about the fights. We might as well talk about the fights. Do I have the fight card in front of me, people? Uh let's find it. Um I say that out loud because it appears if it's not. Motherfuckers, I tell I, I tell them not to talk during the show, but they could fucking give me they could point to something. <laughs> All right, look, we've got yo, hey, you motherfucker. Do I have it here? Is yeah. it here? Yeah, go Fuck. go to headlines, right. and it's the second paragraph. I feel like I'm in school. Oh, read in thank front of you. you the second paragraph. <laughs> oh, I got you. All right, we got it right here. Yep. Um. Let me tell you, I uh, oh first first of all, what about Louis uh, Smoka? You see that fucking fight? Oh, that was very very nice. Love to nice. the undercard. That was that was uh, some accurate striking. Are uh, we going right to the news, or why don't we wait to? I don't have the fucking. Oh, here it is! I found it. There you go. Fuck. Here you go. <laughs> Listen, it's a podcast. We have the, this is like the behind the scenes. Y- you shit. like the behind the scenes shit. I'm, I'm with you. You know it. what I noticed? You're wearing a cool shirt because this is gonna be on. This is gonna be on the uh, UFC Fight Pass. And yeah. me, I'm wearing a nice, it's a comfortable shirt. But you know what I hate? Guess what I hate about the shirt? My wife. First of all, my wife got me the shirt. But I guess what I hate about it? That you have pockets above your <laughs> chest. I got zippers. Zippers on the shirt. But are there are they functional zippers or are they just zippers to be zippers? I have this. Like when I asked zippers. my wife why, why she got it for me, I'm like, what is this? A pocket protector? I put my little pocket protector in here, honey. Or, or what am I gonna put? What am I literally? I put my fucking tic tacs in here. Tic tacs. Ready? I go listen. They I fit. go honey. I go honey. You're trying to just make me walk around uneffable. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she wants. But you, so and, I, and I'm like, okay, I'll wear the shirt this, with the pockets. Is, this is what your closet looks like: black t-shirt, black tank top, cargo pants, black yeah. cargo pants, green cargo pants, black um, t-shirt, black t-shirt that says Reebok on it. Yeah. Black. <laughs> you know what's funny about my my? It's like Batman's wardrobe. I haven't been in my. I have to clean out my closet. My closet. It's like there's a mound of clothes on the floor in my closet. You probably still and have affliction t-shirts like, in that like, closet. She's like, when are you gonna? like clear this thing out i go i'm gonna empty it out i'm gonna throw it to the like the needy you know yeah yeah so that's what we do but i never do it 
And I, just, I end up just not going in my closet. I don't and then think I'm you just have recycling time. the clothes that. That's what you do when you're unemployed, like me. You <laughs> start cleaning at me. Out. Are we calling somebody? <laughs> Thank God. Out. Let's talk about the card with the great Brett Akimoto. Oh, we can Skype. I didn't. We have this new oh, feature you didn't know now. This? No, this is new. Hi, Brett. Hey. <clears throat> the up, great. Guys? Excuse me. I'm such an. What a professional I am. Hold on. <clears throat> The great Brett Akimoto. Sorry, Brett. We um, have a song for you. I don't know if oh, you know no, the song. We, we can't start off by singing to him. <laughs> okay, we we'll can't. do it. We'll do it at the end. But sometimes, Brett, when I hear your name, I just say Akimoto. 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 He's like what Brett Akimoto. Brett, I've never actually, heard that one before. listen to no, me. We made Hopefully, it up. you will never hear it again. <laughs> you know what I just noticed? I just realized it's a lot earlier. On the fucking I know, west. and we're. What time is it over there, buddy? Oh, I mean, it's nine thirty, so it's not. It's not, it's not too early. early. Okay. <laughs> well, listen. The fact that you have to deal with this before noon is just the fucking. Okay. It's just. A, it's just criminal. Yeah. <laughs> well, Matt, I uh, I had a wedding a couple nights ago, and and as as you get older, you know the. Uh, I wouldn't say the hangover, but like it takes it takes like multiple days sometimes to recover from <laughs> yep. from some drinking at a wedding. So I'm on day two, so so maybe that's what let, you're seeing. Is, let, uh, let I'm me, a little tired. Let me ask you about that wedding now, Brett. I don't want to assume, but were you invited to this wedding, or you did you pull some of that Vince Vaughn <laughs> wedding crash of bullshit? What did you do? Were you crashing this no, wedding? I'm not a big crash. You good looking fuck. <laughs> I was in the wedding. I oh, you were in the, the wedding. wedding. Okay. Yeah. All right. But you pulled a move that I've pulled many times, which is watching uh, a UFC event on your phone at an at an event and like a wedding or an engagement party. I've done that so many times. Did you do you that? Yeah. Did you watch the UFC yeah, you on your to. phone at the wedding? Yeah. Yeah, man. ESPN Plus. Take it with you. It goes everywhere. <laughs> sure. I, I did the same nice thing. Nice plug. I did the same thing to my buddy at my buddy Marcel's wedding a little bit. He's my buddy. He, you know what is. The guy's, you know, he's had some competition. He understood, yeah. you know. If you were in the wedding party, though, they, psh, you might have lost some friends, Brett. I, I told him he messed up when I looked better in his tux than he did. <laughs> I did tell him that. Brett, uh, let me ask you, what you, what did you think of the fights? Let's talk about that main event real quick. Justin Gaethje versus Donald Cerrone. How wild was that? And I'm not bragging to say that I picked at the end in the first round, but... By I picked the exact shit. But wow, what did you think going into that fight, and what did you feel after that fight? Man, I'll be honest. I uh, I have to. I want. I want to rewatch it because I was a little distracted being being in the middle of a wedding. But I was. <laughs> I was kind of surprised that um, I, I didn't think Cowboy looked very good. To be honest with you, and, and um, you know, I'm sure some people will get mad at me saying that. You know, sometimes when when journalists or analysts you know critique a fight i mean i I, i'm so impressed with cowboy all the time so impressed with the fact that he's able to fight four times in a matter of what nine months you know taking on the top guys but i thought that maybe it caught up with him in this one he just cowboys had some fights where you know and his own team will talk talk about this that that he he He's not there for whatever reason, and this one to me looks like a candidate for that. I mean, I, I'd actually be interested to, to reach out to his team and kind of see if they felt the same way because I don't know if it was just how many times he's fought this year or his relationship with Justin Gaethje or maybe he he really thought that if he won this fight that, that Connor was next. I don't know what it was, but I, I felt like it was kind of a flat performance. And not to take anything away from Justin, but it, it just kind of felt like – I've seen Cowboy when I feel like he's not on, and that, that to me looked like a Cowboy that wasn't on. Uh, you know what it is? I feel that 
you know, if you watch his his, his fights, he's a bit of a slow starter. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. And if you watch, guys, when it, uh, let look at the last couple of performances of Justin Gaethje and look what he did to people that that has never been done to before. Right. You know what I mean? So the people mm-hmm. he's putting away in a similar fashion. So that all can't be coincidence. That can't be chalked up to a <sighs> bad camp. And I'm not saying that Cowboy didn't fall off a fucking horse or anything. I don't know what that guy's doing. I know he's doing all the extreme <laughs> yeah, sports right. and whatnot. He might have jumped out he of a plane the day before. or whatever the hell it is. Of, dude, this guy might have been in a fucking squirrel suit. I don't know what is he's doing. Is it shaplunking? I don't even know. No, okay. I agree with you both, actually. I think that maybe Cowboy was even more hesitant than normal. But I also think Gaethje was moving better than we ever seen him. He fought backing up. And he didn't even just back straight up he backed up and slightly to the side when he landed that first right which is just perfect and i think that had a lot to do with it too and he's just he's he's kind of like dealing with the tornado in a lot of ways and i think that's that's hard because cowboy is so great at timing Uh, another thing with i i really have to point out is uh the mental aspect of this game they Mm. knew each other cowboy tried cowboy is the most comfortable when it's a sparring match. Sure. He, he truly sure. is. That's what happened. I think that's what was happening with him and Nate Diaz back in the day when they had their scrap. I mean, he just, he, you know, it, it messed with him. He's not good when it's not friendly. Jorge Masvidal, not that this wouldn't be the same results with these guys acting different, but I remember backstage seeing some pre-fight stuff backstage with Masvidal, you know, talking some shit right before they walked out. I mean, it, um, it, it can't be. And now this one, they have a, they have a history uh, Justin Gaethje and Cowboy, and he really tried to give him a hug. On that, Justin was not. Bur- you got to give the guy credit. The guy right. he uh, he knows he knows the guy personally. But what a what a fucking Spartan! What a professional! What a he wasn't breaking character. He was a man. Not, hey, you're not going to mm-hmm. see a friendly. Well, you're not seeing a friendly face out there. No, I agree. You're going to get I, hurt. I agree. And that's something that Cowboy could. I, I don't know. Listen, I, and again. There's times where he starts rough, starts off slow, he weathers it, and then he comes back with a great performance. Sure. You know what I mean? So it, it is what it is. Brett, I've got to ask you like kind of a, a germ- journalism question, right? So from your perspective, you deal with guys like Cowboy, for example, who at the end of the fight was like, oh, I wish there were better people in the sport that were fighting for the right reasons that aren't really like crap talkers. And then you deal with guys where the, you stir the pot a little bit and they like to talk crap. As somebody who interviews somebody, how do you approach those two different styles of of athletes, the ones that like really just use the media as an opportunity to stir the pot and others who are just, you know, just chilling and no judgments on either one. I just want to know your approach. I mean, I, I think in a in a perfect world, ideally, your approach doesn't really change. I, I mean, I know that it, it's it kind of has to. I mean, based on on who you're talking to and what they want to talk about. But um, I mean, my my goal is is to ask you know good questions, open questions, let them talk and say what what they want to say. You know, and if they say something interesting, then I I feel like it's my obligation to then identify that they said something interesting and then dig into it a little bit deeper. So. Whether or not they're they're trying to use it as as you know a platform or not, I mean, I, I kind of look at my goal as as the same, regardless. Cool. Let, let me ask you, I mean, one of uh, Brett's got to know this: Is there really going to be this bad motherfucker belt? Is there really going to be a belt? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
supposedly there is. Yeah. yeah. Wait, explain. What, what are you guys talking about? Oh, explain what you're talking about. What's a bad motherfucker belt? Well, what, did Samuel Jackson come up with no, this? Nate what? Diaz <laughs> said, you know, he, he I, I think he was saying it in jest. Like, I want that bad motherfucker belt. Like, I'll fight. Like, he wanted. He said it after he beat um, uh, um, uh, Pettis, Anthony Pettis. Yeah, that was a and great he, fight. And by he the said way. in the speech after his his post fight uh, speech that um, that he you know forget the belt, I'll fight the belt. You know, Jorge Masvidal is like the only other real dude in the game. He's saying basically. Brett's so, walking around. It looks like a Spike Lee movie right know? now. <laughs> Just see his face moving around. So it's like yeah, my my dog was chewing on something. Yeah. It was loud. Oh, uh, it's like, cute, cute dog, buddy. Cute dog. That's fucking awesome. Oh. I love dogs. So wait, so so Brett. I mean, what I, think, I, about, I, sorry, I, I believe that Nate said that kind of like in jest. I didn't think he was gonna really, cause cause not for nothing. I mean, isn't the the champion of the world that belt? Aren't you the baddest motherfucker? Oh, what the fuck? Oh, I'm. Hey, I got this. But oh <laughs> yeah, fuck, but, that's the bad but, motherfucker but, over but, there with that wait, belt. I I think that could be fuck? a subcategory. I would like a bad motherfucker subcategory. That's, that's what's that's what's crazy about this fight, though, is that is that the UFC loves it so much that they're willing to like do these things that they don't they don't ever do. Like when when did you when have you ever seen the UFC buy into some type of gimmick like this? Like Matt, you you uh, know Dana White, yeah. you know Dana White as as good as anybody. He doesn't like this type of stuff usually. Yeah. You know, like he 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 likes placing the value on the real belt, and so so t- to go ahead and create this and have it headline a card as significant as Madison Square Garden. Like to me, it just tells me how much the UFC loves the fight between Nate and Jorge. Uh, it, well, it really yeah, speaks to that. Well, first of all, I love that fight. I everybody fucking, who doesn't love that fight. Everybody. But my thing is, you come, you really making a belt, and then they're gonna defend the belt. No, Which I, belt it's is, just like I might, a funny thing. I, I think if everybody's being silly about yeah. it, cool. I'm I, all about being silly. I don't think it's. But if it's, but they're really coming up with a fucking belt though. <laughs> right, yeah. Brett, but it's not it's like, kind of like it doesn't affect it, the division. It's just like a funny ass thing between the two of them. I think it's all right, cool. All right, listen, it's I funny. Hope it, I hope it only. I, I hope it only happens this one time. Me too. Like, I don't I, want like I, a I best wanna... walkout song belt next, or like <sighs> you know. Right? But yeah, because fuck. you see that you see that in boxing, where they'll just like create a belt for yeah. no reason. Yeah. You know, it'll be like a diamond belt or something. Yeah. You know, like, like this like, is or, the R two D two belt. Now listen. I mean, the money belt for like the Floyd and Connor fight. Yeah, yeah I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't need right. a whole lot of belts. But this fight is so cool that they can, they can make the BMF well, belt. I'm all right with it. Well, I'm looking forward to the fight, regardless of the fucking, the fucking belts. You yeah, know, but if I was a beeb, I'd be like, I thought I'm the baddest motherfucker. I don't know. And I'm listen. I love Nate Diaz, and I'm looking forward to the fight. Why are you kicking the golden goose and starting shit with the UFC? Me? It's my fucking job. I got three kids. What do you mean? I think it's a good idea. I'm sorry, Phoenix. It was me. We're gonna cut all this <laughs> out. You. I know. I know. Thank brother. you, Brett. I know. I always take the blame. Back to um, some MMA action. Yes. Styles make fights. Like I've been thinking, at, I was there over in Abu Dhabi with Habib fighting Dustin Poirier, and he looked. It, dominant as all f i just it was it was something else but you know styles make fights so after that fight i'm thinking all right if is there anything telling in the whole division that somebody that could challenge him like 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 to really pose a threat two names immediately shot up in my head okay okay um and now they're immediately out of my head no i'm only kidding <laughs> you forgot already? I got no 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 one Brian Ortega, if he had the, that, I don't give a fuck what anybody says. That guillotine was tight as hell. And I don't know. I mean, I'd love to hear 
what Habib says about it. But the fact mm-hmm. that he had, he had to go to his hip, he didn't go to his straight up to his belly, uh, to uh, belly to ceiling because he knows that could be it. Right. It was he had to make that he had to make him adjust his grip. That thing was tight, man. So yeah. if somebody who is a little bit more precise or a lot more precise, like Brian Ortega in the transitions with the takedown, he gets that arm around the neck. Can he finish it? I mean, Khabib was trying to pass to the, the you can't pass the way. <laughs> When the head with the head strapped, it's very difficult to pass that way. What, like impossible. Yeah. I mean, if the guy knows what he's doing. Dustin was keeping his leg up so he couldn't pass the other way. Habib was trying to power through, and then he went back to control, get, controlling, fighting, uh, looking for the wrist and getting out the right way. But I'm saying it was that tight. So I'm saying with a fight with um, Ortega is, and if he does get him down, what could he do to him? I down like there? that matchup, but could, for the love of God, can we see Khabib Ferguson? Oh no, I know. Listen, that, of course, I, I don't <laughs> want to look could... past Ferguson. I'm just talking about this fight in particular. If it showed anything, oh, that would be. Cool. I mean, there's a lot of cool things. In also, the... Brett and, and Phoenix. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Gaethje. Gaethje's always who's held down Gaethje and beat him up. Nobody, and he's so yeah. powerful. Cardio never seems to be a problem. The way he puts his kicks in his hands, he's powerful with his fists. He's got Trevor Whitman in his ear. I mean, wow! So wow. I pose this question to both of you, and and Brett, I'll ask you first. Who would you like to see Gaethje against next? What do you think is a good opportunity for him? I mean, Connor is is the obvious one. You know, I, I mean, when is Connor going to come back? That's the biggest question. I, people always ask me all the time, like, who's gonna, Connor going to fight next? And I was like, I'm always like, you're you're asking the wrong question. When is he coming back? Because we got to know when he comes back in, in order to to actually come up with the right opponent for him. But yeah. if he were to come back at the end of this year or the beginning of next year, I think Justin Gaethje would be a great option for him. I mean, you can market that fight as Connor McGregor versus the most entertaining fighter in the sport. I mean, the, the UFC would have no problem promoting that fight. It's probably um, a scheduling thing because Gaethje says he needs like two months and, and he should. He has he has been through a lot of wars, even though he didn't really get hurt in this one. I like taking some time. So that's two months from now. We don't know if Khabib Ferguson is scheduled yet. Is there does that ever confirm? Do we know? And first, we don't know. And then and then so like, let's say that happens. Then there's a two month thing. Then he can go for the title. Then what's the possibility? Connor Poirier, too. Like there's some cool stuff within that whole division. What about you, Matt? Who would you like to see him against? Uh, Well, uh, the winner of uh, of uh, Habib versus Ferguson. That's who I'd like to see him. Okay, because I think that fight alone, when it does that, that's going to be an amazing bout. But is it like, does it hold a record for the most canceled in like combat sports history? Somebody's got to find out if it like holds the record for the (laughs) canceled the most ever. If it doesn't hold the record, yeah, it's up there. I want to know what does hold the record. Yeah, me too. Me too. And and really quick, dude, you've been breaking like the most news about the upcoming, uh, you know, UFC 244 here in New York City in November. What exactly happened with Colby and Usman negotiations? Is that, is that done? Are they, are they no longer talking about that fight happening? They're not talking about it happening in New York. Oh. And um, I mean, I, I guess the easiest way to put what happened is, is that both of these guys feel like they've they've reached a point where they um, they can ask for more than than what's just kind of written in their contract, you know, the standard. And, okay. um, you know, I think the UFC looks at looks at them and says, you know, you, you guys are doing your thing. You're doing great. But, you know, we can make this fight between Nate and, and Jorge and 
it's actually getting a lot more attention than than a title fight that we would have put together, you know. So I think there's there's just a difference in opinion on the two sides of, you know, what exactly a title fight between those two is is worth. And that's not uncommon. You know, I mean, that's just business. And I I hope that they get it done. I hope that they, they come to an agreement because I think that's that's the obvious right fight. I mean, if it if it if it veers off into something else for Usman, I, I will be disappointed because I think Colby has, has more than, than earned it and deserves the shot, but they got to get the numbers right. It's funny, man, because he's bitching. Like, that guy can't even, he, he can't hang out at a UFC, man. There was a lot of stuff going down with him in the audience at that last with, UFC he was at. With Colby? Oh, shit, yeah. With, yeah. with even his ex-best uh, friend now, Jorge Masvidal. Oh, I don't best friend, I say that loosely, but yeah. they were supposedly boys. Now, everybody, everybody, what, Dustin Poirier is saying he's going to fight him on, on, on site, what is yeah. what is Dustin got a problem with him? Do we know? <laughs> well, if if you look at uh, if you if you looked at um, at Colby's Instagram, like the day before Dustin fought Habib, Colby Colby does these like uh, betting videos. Mm-hmm. It's a sponsor that he's got. He gives out oh. his picks. He picked Habib and said that Dustin can't stop a takedown. So I, I I don't know if that's oh. that's why Dustin's pissed off at him, but I I remember <laughs> watching that video over in Abu Dhabi and I was like Dustin's not gonna like that at all. Are they teammates? <laughs> that's not good i don't know i don't know if he has many friends left well i mean listen how how much longer can he can he keep uh can he keep training at at and T? I i mean that's the question hey at and t hey listen it's not your fault they named it that (laughs) nah hey listen i don't even know but hey anything else we're coming up with this uh new york city card that you want to drop on us I'm not putting you on the spot, but I am kind of. Give me something else. Because <laughs> you broke the news with the Luque and uh, and Wonderboy fight, which I think is yep. fucking amazing. We're going to still talk about that. Yeah. That that alone is, uh, that's quite the fight for, for Wonderboy to, to come back to with this fight. You tell me. I want to know if, is Aljamain Sterling going to be on that card? Are we going to see Aljamain in New York? Oh, uh, He's got to tell me first. <laughs> Listen, you know what sucks? You might know before me. I, I hear shit. I, oh, Aljo, I guess we're going to- uh, Wait, when's Chris- Fucking, we're staying in New York. What's that? What about Chris? Chris in Boston. And okay. that's uh, in October. In okay. Chris doesn't, Chris doesn't even want to fight in New York anymore, right? I mean, he, he actually really thinks he's cursed in that building. Uh, listen, I, can I tell you something? I could totally fucking relate. I always lost on the East Coast. That's why I love Vegas. And I don't even gamble. Oh, wow. I never lost in fucking Vegas. Except for Matt Hughes, which I don't consider a loss. But the, the other ones fucking... <laughs> it's, it's enough time passed I can say that? <laughs> anyway. But uh, I'm just saying, I had the East Coast curse too, so... I could fucking relate. So maybe he just, I don't know. It is true. He, he won in his hometown in, in Long Island. So yeah. he, he yeah, won a Nassau that Coliseum. A de- that was a big deal. And I'll tell you, as a guy that's from Long Island, if I was still fighting, that's bigger. That would be bigger than MSG to me. Really? Well, I mean, it, it's down the block from my high school. Oh, okay. It's kind of big like that. Yeah. All right, Brett. Listen, man, we're not going to keep you, buddy. Thank you so much. Uh, can I just apologize for the song? <laughs> in the beginning I just I'm, ca- take- I'm caffeined up buddy Are you gonna I'm be apologizing to-, to absolutely no one you- I like the song <laughs> could you get over that or no yeah, does it change our it's, relationship it's, it's gonna take a little time it's a little, yeah, it's a little I, cringy I, I, don't, I don't hold grudges so. I, I'm, on, okay. I'm on team Akimoto I'm not on team Hawani <laughs> I'm just letting you know I'm not making a, I'm not making a thing I'm not making a thing between you guys but there's yeah. a rumor that he's got a it voodoo seems, doll of you. It seems like you're trying. If yeah, you start, I'll take, Brett, I'll take hey, Brett, my team, Matt. Brett if you start you. walking funny, well, check that guy's locker. <laughs> Fuck it. Look at his desk <laughs> for a voodoo doll, that fuck. All right, listen to me. I'm only kidding. Awkward. Take, <laughs> Brett, great talking to you, bro. Take care, yeah, man. You too, guys. Bye. Have a good show. Yeah. <laughs> might, might be the last time. Take care, Brett.
The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Oh, poor Brett. I smell oh, that we guy. We had fun with him. I think so. I think so, too. I don't think he wants to start any shit with fucking Hawani. Nah, he's not so like why, that. But this is the deal. Sometimes you got to flip it on him. You know why? Why? Because I used to fight. Mm-hmm. And I know when reporters like Hawani be like, hey, man, you know, Frank Trigg said you're a midget. And this is a little person. Sorry. <laughs> Frank Trigg said you're a little person. Well, you know, he said you're like, yeah, there's guys that just like, like, I understand it's their job. Yeah. Hey, so now you got to take it a little bit. Hawani? Yeah, I think it's just too different. you unlikable fuck. Akamoto's on the scene now. You better watch your ass. Uh, truthfully, <laughs> I think it's two different reporting styles. You know? Yes, likable it, and it, unlikable. Well, he has like that WWE oh, sort of thing. Akimoto, That's what he likes. Akimoto. Akimoto. Oh, what do we got? Is it Jim oh, Norton? Oh, fuck. Jim Norton is calling in? I forgot my little bird's calling yeah. in. Where's he flying in from? I would like it ringed a little bit. Hello, like can you see music. me? Jimmy, I don't see don't you. See Cole, him. hang up again and give us you, 20 seconds so we can dance. Ready? Can you go? Wait, can you hear me? I yes. can hear you. Oh, okay. Do you see us? Uh, I can see you, but I'm driving, so I can't look. I'm going to look straight ahead. Okay. Good. Um, I have my dumb son. Who's in there with you? It's myself and, well, it's Phoenix Carnivale. Hey, Jim. Hi, Phoenix. We can't, hey, how are you? But we can't see Good. you. Are we going to be just looking at ourselves? Cause I you feel- want me to hang up? I'll hang up and call back. Call okay. back in literally 10 seconds. Give us, give us let, it, let it ring at least three times. All right, Bill. You're the best, Jimmy. Ready? All Are right, you ready for this? Yeah, I love you ready it. For I this? love the Skype music. Are you ready? Wait, hold on. Ah! <laughs> is that better? Nah, you're a little too crazy. It's all good. I'm happy you're here. I don't want to dance yeah. and I don't want to fucking sing. I'm done with that shit. I literally think we just had Brecca Akamoto on, and I literally, yes. I, I don't think he's a fan of me anymore. He used to Why? eat. I just. We sang. I, I just opened it with me singing and. And I encouraged it. I didn't do what I'm supposed to do. He wasn't which is happy stop about him. it. He had a face like you usually have on. Well, he oh, was no. hungover. Uh, sh- have you like, been in slight nausea? Yeah. So wait, yeah. was he uh, was he a good interview? I, I don't know much about Brett. I mean, I, I know he gets all the uh, all the scoops, all yeah. the UFC scoops. I think we had fun. He's good. He's the insightful. The thing is, Jimmy, I don't really look at things as an interview. I right. really don't because then I'm going to feel like a lemon reporter. I just like to shoot the shit. Well, that's probably why people like you. You're are very you genuine? Are you serious? Oh, is that you? 
Oh, Phoenix is pressing the fart button like an ass. And I, th- Jimmy, I thought you farted or something. He said shoot the, the shit, fuck? so I like just thought it was a perfect opportunity. Oh, my. You know what's it, funny? It's, it's the, role reversal today. I'm the mature one today. I am being Matt today to Matt. I think. Well, it's hard not to with buttons in front of you. It's hard not to fuck around and push them. It's just fun, isn't it? It yeah, is. It, it is. It I'm is. not. Gonna, I, I'm not going to lie to you. It is fun, Jimmy. So, Jimmy, maybe one of you guys knows the answer to this because I'm curious. I was reading this morning about. Uh, uh, Tyron Woodley was bashing Colby Covington. He was saying that what an ass he was yeah. to turn down the fight with Usman. Now, did talks fall apart, or did he actually turn down an offer? Well, we, we to, talked we just, to Brett, and yes. he was basically saying that it's it's just contract negotiations for money. It's not turning things down. It's like the way athletes, you know, like, hey, I deserve more. I, my stock right. is higher, and that's pretty much what's going on. So I think that's really where we're at, where somebody's got to come with more money and make whoever it is that's holding back happy. Or maybe it's both of them. Yeah, hopefully it's both of them because, uh, I mean, again, I know Colby's not that popular, but I, I would hate to see him be uh, talk himself out of a championship fight. again. Yeah, again. Jimmy, did you watch uh, some of the yeah. fights over the weekend? I did, yeah. By the way, Matt, I think you were right. I know we both picked Gaethje, but yeah. I think that you picked him in the first round. Am I correct? You are absolutely correct. And don't don't touch that. No, f- thank you. Thank you. Now, Phoenix, hit the applause button. Thank you, Phoenix. You are. I appreciate you uh, yeah. appreciating me and my right pick of the main <laughs> event over the weekend. But it yes, was, it was a perfect. Me and Brett Akimoto didn't see eye to eye with that. He's basically what do you mean? You were right. No, I, no, no. He basically thinks it's uh <laughs> why am I shitting over Brett Akimoto? Nicest guy ever. <laughs> I'm not shitting over him. But he was kinda he wasn't choking it up as cowboy not looking himself, but he pretty much said that. And I don't think that's kind of right because you gotta look who yeah. the fu- who the hell look who he look at um uh Gaethje's coming off stopping. Uh who else stopped? James Vick, Edson Barbosa. Yeah, who yeah. Else, and, and who else did that to him? I mean, first. I think he's the first one to lay out Vic. And by by the way, even though maybe Cowboy wasn't himself, you know who was himself? Justin uh, Gaethje. Yeah. He looked great. And, um, I mean, the ref actually gave Cowboy a couple of more seconds. And, and Matt, you even said it. I remember he, he fights a lot. And Gaethje was coming off a pretty big rest. And maybe fighting so often is beginning to catch up with him. That's possibly what happened. Is he's fighting a little too often at this age. Uh, what is he, 36 now? And yeah. Gaethje's yeah. 30? Well, you put that together with the way Gaethje's been fighting lately and who he, who he just stopped lately. It doesn't surprise me where Cowboy is known, not always, but usually as a slow starter. And yep. if he weathers it, it could be a totally different fight in a, a round or two. But he didn't weather yep. it. And and Gaethje knew to stay on him. He knew to come in and leak in and out on angles. And uh, Trevor Whitman needs a big shout out for uh, to, a big shout out to his coach, Trevor Whitman. And yep. uh, they're smart. And and even Jimmy, even like we talked about pro, uh, earlier, is um how Cowboy likes to be familiar with his opponents and likes to yep. make it like a sparring match. Gaethje was having none of that. No, we're going to yeah. be friends afterwards. Not, you're not seeing a familiar, friendly face in there. He said, that's yeah. what he said. And he fucking held to it. And the other guy's doing everything, trying to hug him, trying to be, you know, and uh, it, it paid off, man. Gaethje's, a, I give Gaethje a lot of fucking respect, man. That Gaethje guy's, has a great mindset. And the other thing, too, I think where he's such a risk taker and he does go out on his shield a yes. lot is because he, he seems to, he said this, which was, I thought, really cool. My family's still going to love me anyway. 100%. So it's not necessarily just like his ego sure. in there. It's like, I'm going to put everything on the line because 
it what matters to me is winning. So he's well, not he tentative. Of, <laughs> isn't true. he not afraid of getting knocked out? I think what they, they were saying that, and you could see even against Alvarez, yeah. um, who was his other loss against? Uh, Dustin Alvarez. Poirier. It, yeah. Dustin Poirier. Um, In a battle, by the way. He definitely, yes, he was not scared of being knocked out. And even after he lost, after coming into the UFC undefeated, it didn't seem to affect the way he approached the next fight. No, he just cleaned up, in fact. What is he ranked now? What's what's Gaethje ranked right now? Four or five. Let me me tell you, Jimmy, the way his attitude is... Let me see if I have the rankings. His attitude, it's really makes such a huge difference in a sense where in this sport, to hurt somebody... You got to be there to be, you're there to be hurt. So he knows yep. that. Gaethje's five, so he but he probably moved up because he just beat Cerrone, who was four. Go ahead, yeah. sorry. Yeah. That ship has sailed, Phoenix. Sorry. Fucking. I, I should know not to interrupt oh, Matt. Fucking A, you of... should, but you didn't. That's all. But Phoenix, I can't stay mad at you. Just like I don't get mad that I don't see my <laughs> G- Jimmy, what's up, Jimmy? Jim. I'm, I, well, we finished, I didn't think I'd be on a call in today. I shot something in Rhode Island. I'm driving home right now. I didn't think we'd be finished much earlier than anticipated. What are you working on? Can you tell us? Mm. It's a show called Nosferatu. Okay. Are you a vampire coming up slowly out of a coffin? I can see you as a little fucking vampire. No, I'm not. (laughs) Oh, I'm I'm sorry. Wasn't that Nosferatu? You're right. Yeah, sure. She's right. That's what it's about. Oh, shit. Uh, It's not about him necessarily, but. At least I don't think it is. Um, I, I, no, I, don't, I don't play a vampire. I would love to play a vampire. Okay. But I, no, I, I don't have anything Is it the do. second season of What We Do in the Shadows? What's that? Have you ever seen that show, What We Do in the Shadows? No, I lived it as a child. Oh, my. <laughs> well, keep that Actually, shit. I don't want to know what Jimmy does in the shadows. Uh, no, um, I have not no that. it's I have dope. It's a, it's a comedy about vampires living in America. And it's oh, okay. funny. You would be great on it. Yeah. Look at me being his agent Something now. Tells me Jimmy's not going to fucking watch that along, no, with, along with anybody. <laughs> well, we Listen, can we can talk really, about the fights. It, yo, we have a co-main. We should talk about. Well, I mean, only because Uriah <laughs> is is calling, calling in. in, and y- you know he's a friend oh, of the show. Okay. I mean, Jimmy, I was worried about him fighting fucking Shoeface. I'm not going to lie to you. I was I worried. I was so impressed. How he survived. I mean, it's the fight. The fight basically started with him uh, with, with a shoe face on his back. So I mean, yeah. the fact that he was able to survive that, get away, keep the and and, and accurate strikes. I mean, it's something else, Phoenix. Yeah, his jab was really eating up. Uh, did he break his nose early on? I mean, it looked to me like his his jab. I, I thought he had his. Uh, they said uh, he had his nose broken. I'm thinking it was in the first. I mean. Uh, Uriah's jab looked he threw less kicks than he normally does mm-hmm. and uh, his jab was working really beautifully he credited his uh, coach for that no Phoenix yeah, he did uh, Safe Saud actually told him not to throw too many kicks and he really worked in his boxing and, um, and those guys are friends aren't they yeah well, they had well they, I think they trained they with each trained other together the a couple times they spar- had sparred I believe but you know Uriah said he felt like this is the best he had ever done and he felt like he really let everything go in this fight he said something too when we had a studio about you get afraid and, and there's something about hurting other people. Mm-hmm. And after this fight, he said, I think he said it doesn't feel good to punch your friend in the face. So I'm interested if he had any of that creep back in. Like, does he like this guy? Was it hard for him to hit this guy? Because he did make a reference to that. Well, it didn't look it. <laughs> it looked, he didn't. Help. <laughs> no, hey, he landed some. He dropped him, man. And not for nothing, Shoeface was coming off like a five fight win streak or some shit. Yeah. 
You and know? Then, uh, I thought Uriah was smart, too, because he jumped in after he dropped him. And I thought he got caught at one point. It looked like he wasn't going to break out, but then he pulled his arm out, and he finally let him back up, which I thought was really smart because you don't want to stand on the uh, – you don't, you don't, standing in there pounding on him, I thought eventually he was going to get grabbed and, and get uh, submitted. Well, you guys both picked Hall. Damn right. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, we're friends, so it's hard not to. And Dean Thomas was in the other corner, so I, I don't give a fuck. I'd pick anybody in there. I'm all <laughs> Dean Thomas. Listen, I was actually conflicted. Not conflicted, but uh, if it was – if I wasn't so tight – with uh, Hall, I was like, man, yeah. I'm I'm buddies with Dean Thomas. This guy's a jujitsu guy. The other guy's more of a striker. But yeah. I still said, fuck that. I, I like I really like Uriah, <laughs> and I'm going with Uriah. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know Shoeface. He's an acquaintance. Tell him I know? said hello. By the way, I know I look like a douchebag in these sunglasses, but if I wasn't driving, I'd take them off. We can't see you. We don't tell see you, Jimmy. This whole time we don't you, see you. Something got fucked up. Are you up. kidding? You still don't see me? No. We're, no. The whole time, this is basically just a call in. Oh, I didn't realize that. You How do really I look? Out. Jimmy, are you, you able to look I now? I can't look, Matt. Matt, I'm doing 68 miles an hour. Oh, don't look I then, Jimmy. Look. Jimmy, imagine I'm the oh. last thing you ever see, Jimmy. Oh, don't say imagine that. Imagine I'm the last thing you ever see, Jimmy. Don't, don't, don't joke like that. The last thing like I ever that. see is you, and I hear Barbosa, and I get a fucking hole. <laughs> That'll be a perfect ending. <laughs> a perfect ending to my life. Uh, oh, fuck you. Don't even fuck around. <laughs> Poor Bob's looking around. <laughs> Oh, you're the so best. I'm, I'm being careful. I'm being careful. Okay, uh, good. Well, tell, tell, I know he's calling in. Yeah, yeah, give, man. Give him my best and my congratulations. I, I really, really was happy for him. I'm seeing and, you. Uh, before I go, who good. do you think Gaethje fights next? What do you think is next for Gaethje? I mean, I would love him. I would love Gaethje to fight the winner of uh, Habib versus Tony Ferguson. That's what I would love. Because either that's a every any way you put those combinations, that's a beautiful fight. Either guy. I think either of those fights is very Shit, tough for man. Can can Habib put him down and beat him up? And nobody's able to do that. He's such a good wrestler in a sense. He uses it to not be taken down, and and he's yeah. so dangerous standing up. It's very interesting, man. Very interesting. Uh, yeah, Kevin Lee's good on the ground too, but that you know it didn't seem to stop. Uh, Habib had a good uh, good fight against him too. It seems like nobody who's a good wrestler doesn't seem to matter. It really, there's nobody that's good enough to stop him. From taking them down. Yeah. What? What are you thinking, Ed? Uh, I don't know. I really think you have to be strategic. I oh. I, I do like Ferguson because I think Ferguson has great jujitsu, so he might be comfortable off Can his I, back and find no, some holes. This is coming but, from the guy that that was choosing Dustin Poirier to win. I'm not, not that Dustin couldn't win. You bet I was. But what am I a prick? Hey, look, Poirier did actually do well in the second. He did. Um, you just kind of wish. I'm going to pick Ferguson too. I'm going to pick Ferguson too. Khabib is not going to win forever. Oh right, exactly. Nobody, nobody can. Right. Hey, my little bird, stop sipping that fucking haterade when you're driving. <laughs> no, no, I like him. Actually, I he's know. One of the nicer guys we've interviewed. I like but him I a lot. I just keep thinking you can't go undefeated for that many years. Eventually, you're going to lose to somebody. You know, eventually you're going to lose. Do you know they just announced the Luke ver- Vincent Vicente Luke versus uh, Wonder Boy fight? Wow. I know, uh, man. Uh, what is that and where? Wow. I, wait, I think it's happened in New York. Is it happening in New York? Yeah. No, right? I is, don't... Is, it, is it on that one? It is on the New York City card. Yeah. All right, everybody. Everybody, I like that you take this journey with us and that you find out when we find out. We like to keep it organic and real. All right? I got sure. nobody in my fucking earpiece telling me some bullshit. No. All right. Jimmy, we're going to let Am you I go. Okay, you guys, that computer password, can they take the password off that computer? Yeah, I just, that's what took me so long, so I I apologize. But that card is Masvidal Diaz as the main event, Derek Lewis, Ivanov, 
Corey Anderson mm. versus Johnny Walker. And uh, those are the three wow. top fights. Caitlin Chikugin, wow. Jennifer Maya. This is good. Go, oh, Kevin Galstalem is back versus oh. Darren Till. Oh, so it is the same card. All right. Yes, good. it is. And then Stephen Thomas. Vincente Luque. Wait, who, so this is who is uh, Caitlin Chukagan fight? Isn't she number three now? Isn't Caitlin number three now? Um, I think so. She's fighting Jennifer Maya. Mm. That's interesting. Um, we, we, gotta get, yeah, we, have to get, we can get her in here. You should. We can get her in any time. We gotta, we're going to hit her up and Smart get her in girl. here. Yeah, she's cool. Um, all right, well, yeah, we should get her back in. But I have to take the UFC class, I, I, uh, a jiu-jitsu class first because I know she's going to be all over me because she's already hit me in DM from, from pussying out and she's right. Yeah, wait. Who said who? Who said that? Caitlin Chukagan. She said that you pussied out with what training? Well, she said it nicely, but she was right. Yes, yeah, yeah. They were to take a class. Well, I give you shit with that too, Jimmy. But I can't. I, st- I right. can't get mad at you, Jimmy, because I miss you too much. I'm gonna let All you go, guys. buddy. All right, guys. I appreciate it, and uh, give uh, you give your eye on my best. I'm really we sure happy we you. sure will. All right, All right, all right, buddy. I'll talk to you soon. Take care, Jimmy. Right, miss Bye, you, pal. Be careful. Later, Jimmy. Bye. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. So he was asking about the women's flyweight rankings and Caitlin is actually number one and Jennifer Maya is number five. And of course, Valentina is the champion. Let me tell you, did you finish the boys series? On, yes, uh, I did. I'm on the last episode right now. And man, is it just it's such a fucking so great good. show. And I don't know if you know this. Did you watch the Titans show? No, you you well, told well, me you to. Gotta watch that. And That's I haven't. great. And the 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 second season just came out. I'm a little I'm upset a a that you're not a Wu Tang fan, Matt. I, I thought know, we you, shared everything. You gotta. You should have said Uriah if he likes them, because everybody does. I don't know. I'm not the biggest. I have a Wu Tang tattoo. I'm not. I don't know. I like a lot. I like a lot of their songs. But if you told me there was like a Tribe Called Quest documentary. <laughs> There is no? actually. Look at this, the great Uriah Hall. What's up, buddy? We have. Do you like Wu Tang? What? You say hello first. <laughs> we gotta congratulate him. Sorry. Yeah, congratulations. Do you like Wu Tang? She's talking about the new Wu Tang series. I thought you meant the drink. Yeah, Wu Tang is great. <laughs> okay. All right. Good. Now we're good. How no. are you, Uriah? And congratulations, buddy. Congratulations with that win. I can't see you, Matt. Where you at? Oh, oh, yeah, come move on, over. man. Move over. Show <laughs> hey, listen, dude. The fuck is that? Is the thing gonna explode? <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, hey. welcome to the show. Yo, Uriah, you're used to this shit. We just yell and pop things sh- at you. Oh, I missed this. I, I, missed I, miss, this. I do. <laughs> I, I feel like we. I reached out to you recently. I wanted you back on here, regardless, yeah, uh, win or lose. My buddy, uh, he's fighting in uh, 
Tampa, so I was thinking of passing through New York. Let me heads up anytime, man. Anytime. Listen, I'm super happy for you, and I'm gonna be so honest. I was I picked you to win, but I I'm I was fucking worried for you, buddy. I would listen, I'm saying now I can say it now, because he did well. I was worried, man. I got I got flashbacks of fucking Ronda attacking your ass. I'm like, no, not I go, not fucking shoe face. So I go out of all the fucking guys. I just looked at it like this. I go, it, it basically, it was, a, it's more to it. Obviously, you shown, but sh- deadly striker, fucking high level black belt, dangerous grappler. And I'm a jujitsu man. My buddy Dean Thomas is in the corner. He's no dummy. I was worried about you. Thank you for putting me at ease. Once you escaped that first time, I was like, oh, this is fucking on now. Talk to me, man. Going into it, you get matched up with Shoeface. What are you thinking? Uh, for I didn't want that fight to begin with. We were in um, Sweden, and Safe was uh, talking about going down the ranks, and he said Shoeface is perfect. I'm like, I don't want to fight him. Me and Shoeface kind of cool. And he's like, Oh, stop being a bitch. And I'm like, All right, <laughs> sounds like Safe. Did, did you train a lot before <laughs> though? Did you train a lot before earlier? With safe? No, no, I'm sorry. With uh, shoe face. face. What's your history? No, no, no. It's just one of those, you know, bromance. You just find with uh, yeah. people. And I'm, I met you, and I, I fell in love with you immediately. I thought you were an awesome guy. Me and him. So you know, you just find right that with certain people, and every time me and shoe face run into each other, we yeah. sit down, we have such a great time, and I just didn't, I didn't want to fight him. You know, I, I knew I had to tuck away those emotions, but uh, strategically made sense. I got my mind around that, and I think uh, I must have told Mick that we were cool, and then Mick came back and said, well, his manager said, you guys aren't friends. <laughs> the fucking managers. That's a good, That's but, a smart thing no. to do, though. Yeah. So I was like, whatever. It was a little awkward because we were here fight week, and I remember us, uh, we bumped at each other, and it was like, say, what are you hugging this dude for like five minutes for, you know? And, <laughs> It's weird, man. We just had a moment. It was cool, but we knew what we had to do. But we trained for that every single day. I can't tell you how many times it was just getting up. I put myself in that position where I was so uncomfortable. I mean, I've, I don't, I've never been submitted before, so I'm always going with the best guys and just throwing myself out there to get accustomed to it. But I wasn't too threatened. But I, when I got in that position where you had my back the last round, I was like, okay, I really can't move. I, I, I really yeah. can get out. So. The the first one with the I mean the match pretty much started with him on your back I mean that's like yeah so it's like fuck. I remember looking at it like fuck oh but I got <laughs> off the fucking couch I'll tell you I scared my kids I when, when you got out once you got the arm to the other side yeah I'm like all right all right man he's been fucking practicing this and then once you got out fuck Phoenix I get I get nuts still I go nuts can you imagine me going nuts Uriah's got to be such a uh, a great confidence builder that all the things that you were working on in camp, you were able to pull off, you know, like sometimes you do a whole bunch of stuff in camp and maybe you pull two, three things off, but you were able to get up. I know safe in particular says that if you're on the, if you're on the mat, you're losing because you never know what the judges are seeing. So right, right. How, how much confidence now, especially since you've had a day or two to digest, do you feel coming out of that fight? Uh, if I can be bluntly honest, I, I don't really feel the confidence from it. I, I, I've been at the confidence. I, I don't underestimate anybody, but I, I just know when it comes to jujitsu, it's not my best forte, but I put myself in that position where I'm not threatened by it. So I'm good. 
When the uh, judges were, were reading the card, did you think it was <laughs> like, did you, did you agree with I how lost. they? Okay. I thought I lost. I mean, I was looking at the third round and I was like, man, he, I couldn't do anything. I felt like he held me. And with these judges, who freaking knows? They're yeah. so terrible. I was like, he's probably going to say, they're probably going to say, let's give it to him because he held him and that was control. So I thought I lost. I wanted to do more. Everything that we planned went out the door, to be honest. I mean, coach was telling me, you did a great job. I'm like going down the checklist like, oh, my God, my hands were down. I didn't throw combinations. I didn't move to the right. My lateral movement was off. My feet were too far apart. So I, I, mm. I know I made a lot of mistakes. You but- dropped them. You dropped them. You got to throw that in there. Come on, man. And he was coming off a five-fight win streak, right? I mean, and so it's like, and not too long ago, you were having a little bit of a slide, three or four, and now Mm. you're on a two-fight win streak. I mean, how, I mean, this game is so emotional. How do you feel now? I mean, you had a slide to come back and to win a fight, and then to get an opponent like this, that people could be like, oh, fuck, that might be a kryptonite high-level black belt. <laughs> and then to get the victory, you're right back in the mix, man. Right. You're yeah. right back in the mix it's now. true. I, I thrive off that. I love that. To me, that's that adversity. You know, my best, my back's against the wall. But to dive into it a little bit more, it's just, uh, it's a certain point of your life. You know, I say it a lot, but you, you really do have those moments where it's like, okay, my one is becoming a must, whether it's career-wise or financially or emotionally. And I feel like with this type of road where everyone's looking at that ultimate fighter, Uriah, where most of the time I've always tried to bring that guy back. And I'm like, you know what? That was a chapter in my life. And that was a certain version at that time that I needed to become. And I felt along the way, I've been distracted where I've lost that fire because I'm good when it comes to the martial arts aspect. If there's good... Uh, instruction if there's structure and I felt I didn't have that so right. when I made that jump to force MMA and he spoke to me about it he spoke to me way before I went out there he was like hey man I think you should come out here and just try it out and I was like ah you know all right we'll see and I fell in love with the strength conditioning program because I have a lot of injuries and the strength conditioning program just made me not feel any of that it strengthened all my weaknesses so I was like you know what this might not be a bad idea I submitted myself completely I mean I wasn't even kicking. The only thing I was throwing the entire camp was jabs. So I became a student again. And for me to become a student again, that made me feel like I was growing. Mm -hmm. And once I just had that collaboration with the coaches and them communicating with each other, it brought that home atmosphere. And I felt that was missing for me. So once I had all of that, I just kind of put it together and I went out there with a lot of confidence. I haven't felt that confident in a long time. So I think it goes back to that structure when there's good structure behind you you can definitely move forward. Right, and from a traditional martial arts background, you're so used to it, and you feel you feel fed spiritually, emotionally yes. when you're being taught new things. You need that. You, your brain exactly. goes crazy without exactly. that, that knowledge filling that cup, you know? And it's important that, yes. you, that you respect the people and they respect you that's in your corner and who's going in, in, that, in that foxhole with you. Yeah, and you, you know got I mean? great people to work with. You got Jeff Neal is there, Brian Spann, you know, like yeah. uh, Miles Johns, he just had a successful fight with the Fortis camp as well. I've trained yeah. over there. It's probably one of my favorite places to go in the in the U.S. So you move There's into no Dallas? BS. Yeah, no BS. Uh, hell no, man. They can't drive over there. I ain't. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. They cannot drive. Everyone has a gun for no reason. No reason. 
<laughs> you can't even you can't even have a peaceful road rage. It's like, yo, I'm I'm good. Peaceful <laughs> road rage. <laughs> I love it. You know, now you called out. Now styles make fights. I mean, I was just we were just talking earlier, and mm. uh, like you know. Again, I don't know what's next for you, but I'm just look, a fight with you and Stylebender with the champ. Mm. That would just be like a fucking. That would be like one of those martial art movies. Yeah, that's like a martial arts nerd's dream. It would that be fight. fucking like everything. I, all you're missing is the wire. Fucking with the wire axe. <laughs> can you can you play right? commentator and describe uh, Uriah's and then like and Adesanya's styles and what that matchup is like? Oh man, it, it would be uh, Goku versus uh, Naruto. <laughs> yes, you know, and they're both, you're both into that shit <laughs> yes. too, right? We are, yeah. And, and the crossover is amazing. And they the just posters would be great. Uh, it would be some, you know, you guys think that Anderson Silva fight, man, that's nothing compared to what will be happening. It's I get him perfectly. You know, I know his type of style. He has really good length. You know, he knows how to utilize that. He's creative. That creativity would bring out my creativity. So I just know in that moment, it's kind of like this has to happen. It's like a fighting soulmate. <laughs> so that that would perfect. be something. That would be a that'd be a comic book come to life. I, I, oh, yeah. Honestly, uh, it's so cool to see you like this and to see you like light up and look creative and passionate and and just be back. You know, you really are exceptional and strong and powerful. And the jab was gorgeous. And it's it's cool to see you happy. Thank you. And Derek Brunson, you wanna you wanna run that one back uh it makes sense um, he, uh, he's ahead of me mm. and um and he's looking really like go ahead i'm sorry no i feel like i can beat him you know i yeah. i you know i i look at the last fight and i'm like you know what did i do wrong yeah i got dropped and it's a thing i always tell my the, the referees like even the last referee in the back i'm like listen let me go out or let yeah. me tap that's it don't stop the fight I already signed a contract to die. I yeah. probably will. That's okay. I'm cool with it. I don't need you to, to have my safety back. I'm yeah. cool, bro. I'm ready to go. And you know, they always explain about all the conclusion, all that stuff. I'm like, dude, if you watch football, like, dude, just let me go out. <laughs> but I felt like when I got dropped a little bit and, you know, it's coulda, woulda, shoulda, fine. I felt like I didn't get to give my best. And, you know, I remember when he grabbed me, I was like, this dude ain't strong at all. What the heck was I scared yeah. of? Because at that time I was like, oh, he's a good wrestler whatever. And I gave him respect. And I can sit here and tell you, I said it before, I, the fights that I've lost, I've, I've told myself I'm not going to win. Because I didn't want to fight Derek Brunson. Mm. A lot of those guys I didn't want to fight. I didn't want to fight Brunson. They made me do it. What's that matchmaker? What's his name again? Joe Silva made me do it. I didn't want to <laughs> do it. Whitaker. I didn't want to fight Whitaker. I just fought Musasi. Uh. And uh, my manager was talking about fighting. I was like, dude, I just fought. I've yeah. trained five times that year. Didn't want to fight. It was a month later. And I got a staff when I landed in Australia. Oh. And uh, who else was it? Johnson. Uh, I didn't want to fight him either. So I felt like it played a psychological effect. So that's why when I see guys like Israel and Sonia, I'm like, this guy is so good. It, it, it brings out the best in me when I see guys that are at the top. And if you watch Dragon Ball Z, the character <laughs> Goku is like that. You yeah. know, when he sees guys that are good, it's like, yo, let's get it cracking. And that's who I am. So when I see guys that I'm like, I don't want to fight him. It kind of does this emotional thing where it just drags me down. Yeah. And that's something I have to work on. But I didn't want to fight those guys that I lost to. Well, it would definitely it, it would definitely make sense with you and Derek Brunson. Yeah. I mean, because and he's yeah. looking he's looking really good too lately. So I mean, that's yeah, that's, he came off a good, impressive win. 
Um, I mean, who was he fought? Ian Inish, right? Yeah. And that, yes, yeah, that's and right. He lost. A, and Ian Inish was on a tear, and I was watching it, Ian. I'm like, man. Ian what wanted makes to fight this guy you. So good. Yeah. He did. Yeah. He, I'll fight him. Yeah. He br- he brought it up to now. me like a couple months ago. He was like, I would love I'll to fight you. He probably he don't want to do it now. Maybe like few fights ago in the right place but you don't want to find me right now man I, I know exactly what i'm fighting for i'm dangerous right now uh, you don't want to do it so when you look at adesanya whitaker i mean what are your predictions what do you see happening there uh well when i fought whitaker i know how creative he is he's kind of an awkward creative guy where he'll sneak something in while he's doing something mm-hmm. and he has a weird type of uh movement where now i'm looking at him like oh that's what that meant so I know if I fight Whitaker now, I could definitely understand him. Um, at the time when it happened, you know, I, I didn't feel at my best, but whatever. But now I'm looking at him like he has a certain rhythm. Everyone has a rhythm. Yeah. And he has a rhythm where you just got to time it. And he's follow up with great combination. Like one of the things he loves to do, because I remember training with Kelvin, getting ready for that fight. And I was trying to mimic him. Like he'll sneak something in. And while you're blocking that, you don't see the other thing coming. Nice. And that's what he's good at. So he's creative with that. But I feel like I know it enough where I can go out there and, you know, give it a shot. But Israel Asanya, man, what, what what makes Israel so good, you know, a lot of people always go for that headshot. Like Israel has, and I was doing it too against uh, Shoe Face. You know, I kind of caught myself a little bit. You know, when someone's a little longer, they'll, they'll utilize that range. And then you start to play that, let me try to tag you in the head. And they're forgetting his legs, you mm-hmm. know? So I know with Whitaker, he can be creative where he can mix that up. I don't see cardio playing a big factor for both men. Um, I think it's just whoever's going to go there and, and impose the will a little better. It could be a, a, a potential fight of the year, who knows? But I know with both guys, they're going to pretty much try to be very, very strategic because it's one of those delicate matches where something could go wrong just like this. True. Well, listen, man, we're very happy for you, Uriah. When you, Next time you're in town, we want you in studio. Oh, that'd be great. You get something great. coming up. You give me, Let me know, man. I want you to break it here. For sure. Uh, for sure. Be, Really quick, we're going to geek out when we get off the uh, the, the thing with you. <laughs> now, anything on Netflix or anything that you should uh, point out to us that you're watching? Hell yeah. Have you seen the new Dave Chappelle? Yeah. Yes, I did. Oh, I liked it. So funny. Everybody Controversial. I loved it. Birdshot, oh, buckshot. It amazing. I loved it. <laughs> that was... Like, he's got to be... I'll tell you, he's one of the very few I could watch the whole special. So good. Just he's a genius. Yeah. He's a genius. complete genius. I love how he just... Talks about it's like Family Guy. You, you yeah. they they make fun of what's happening, mm-hmm. you yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. And he talks about what's really happening, but he makes fun of it. But it's really happening, yeah. you know. The stuff that no one really wants to say, and he says and get away with it. Yeah. He's a brave man. I, I support him. And it's not there's nothing. There's no malicious intent uh, intent in there. He's just no. making you laugh. Are you are you going to ask him about the boys? Did you ever see the boys? Oh, dude, you love you like you love superhero stuff. You would uh, maybe you the don't. Boys? Did you ever see the you boys? You have on, to uh, watch this. It's on Amazon. It's on Amazon. It's if superheroes were. Can I say assholes? Like yeah, say it's assholes. If, if the Justice <laughs> superheroes were assholes. <laughs> yeah. It, oh, that's what sick. it is. It's like it's oh, so it's good. Being assholes. Yeah, it's, it's not they're for just, kids. No they're not cool. It's and not for kids. They must be stopped. It's as if the Justice <laughs> League was a bunch of douchebags. It's on. It's on Amazon Prime. 
so good. So worth it. If you're on flights, just download it. Watch it on a flight. You'll get addicted. The boys. Well, I'm, well, I'm, I'm here for a couple days in Vancouver. Yeah. So I'm and gonna... hit us up. Let us know what you think of it, too. We love okay. it. Okay. Dev- Have you seen Black Mirror yet? Yes, I love I, it. I watched the you co- saw the, you know the one, the Anthony Mackie one? I know exactly. <laughs> is that a good one? <laughs> so good. Anthony Mackie? Yes. What that season is, so is that? What season? It's just season three. I, I watched Whatever a couple do, of them. Man. Don't watch don't it watch with, your it with friends, your best friends, especially don't. the ones you play video games with. Yeah, don't watch it with your best <laughs> friends. Oh, no. Now, now you guys got me all. It's disturbing. I don't know what you guys are talking about. You got to watch it. I watched, watch one, I watched one when he was in like a virtual reality, and then his phone gets off, and he all of a sudden he's like, Mama! And he's fucking no. he got a short circuit in his brain. No. I hated it. Oh, I it about. disturbed me. I'm it like, is ah. disturbing. This, this it is disturbing. It's going to be really good. It's, it's, don't watch it with your buddy. No. Don't, don't, don't watch it. My watch buddy? it alone. Oh, right, I'm gonna don't watch. Don't it. even watch it with your wife. <laughs> well, thank you. Definitely don't watch it with your wife. You're gonna let me know what season after this. I'll find. I'll send it to you. All right, Uriah. Thanks oh, so God. much, man. And congrats thank again, you buddy. So much. I had fun. Thank Later. You. All right. Yeah. Take care, Uriah. Nice talking to you. Yep. Uh, also, what I just I I, let me tell you what I he's awesome, Uriah. <laughs> you know what I binged on, and I'm what? on the third season now, and it's fucking so good. And I don't, you know, what turned me on to it was the Jason when I was on his show literally like a decade ago when I was still fighting somehow he told me about this and I never watched it was fucking Vikings you ever watch Vikings no it no. is so good. I love Vikings though listen everybody loves Vikings not everybody they rape and pillage listen we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna get out of here Phoenix it's late as hell we it had is. such a fun show alright I've missed I, you I know that I really I, have I missed you too you know who doesn't miss me ever now forever is Brett Akimoto yeah, he hates us. He might hate us. I think that's the last time he's on this show. Oh. Now I got no... Exactly. <laughs> and now I got no jur- and no journalists like me now. That's not true. I don't know. That's not true. Now I'm going to have to go back to on Hawani's Hawaii side. That's not happening. <laughs> Fuck him. Listen to me. Hey, we're out of here, Phoenix. What do you want to plug? Um, You know, me... Just me. Okay, Phoenix. What do they see? I'm not. You? I'm not working for Access TV anymore what because happened? they got sold uh, to some other company. So why would they get rid of you? I, I, well, they, they got rid of everyone. So the Pat LFA Milikich is no also? longer. Yeah, everybody like Access TV. There's no Mauro more Access Ronaldo? TV. All gone. Was he on there? No, he wasn't. <laughs> Why not throw his name in there? I like Morrow. <laughs> You're just naming every, I'm just naming every, every everybody. Mike Straka? <laughs> no, he was been gone for a long time. Right. But yeah, so uh, no more access TV fights hey, on Friday nights. You know what they say. When one door closes, another one, one opens. I, how'd you know I was going to say Cause, that? Because we're, we're like this. Phoenix, this. let me tell you what they say. I'm, only because you, you, you said it, and I want to say it. When one door closes, Phoenix, another one just opens up. I appreciate that. I'm, all right. I'm waiting. Waiting Did by the door right that? now. All right, Phoenix, listen. <laughs> uh, back to Penn Station I go. I don't know if you head that way, but yep, I, am. I walk very, very Slowly. slow. It's so sad it's okay. to look at. Aww. But, you know, I'm still a dangerous man. All right, I don't know why I threw that in there to make me feel better about how I walk. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. NetCredit is here to say yes to a personal loan or line of credit when other lenders say no. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. If approved, applications are typically funded the next business day or sooner. Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Applications subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partner. NetCredit. Credit to the people.
The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.